Gloucester, and welcome back to Fishtown Local. I am your host, Gordon Baird, and I am here with one of my favorite people in Gloucester, Dick Wilson, who lives with his fantastic wife, Barbara, in Magnolia. How are you doing, Dick? Doing just fine, Gordon. Thank you. All right. Well, I know you hate to talk about yourself and your past, so let's talk about me. <laughs> I first met Dick when I got involved in trying to help to raise money to fix the bleachers at the stadium. Remember that? I do remember that, yes. We all sat with John Bell and Greg Verga. We sat in sailor stands, and we plotted a relatively small project. That, and what happened? It suddenly went from pizza pie to a banquet. That's true, and, <laughs> and it was... Uh, was long overdue, much needed, and I don't think any of us realized the, uh, it wasn't just the bleachers, it was an entire disaster, the whole area, so. I remember the soil <clears throat> ended up being one of the biggest uh, villains in the project, oh, yeah. the bathrooms, and the, yep. I remember it was six figures just to dig the foundations for yep. the bathrooms. And to find a place to put it, yeah, the uh, exactly. stuff we took out of I there. thought we should just hand, hand out little bags or something <laughs> and say, you know, save the money. Yep. Well, instead we gave it to Quincy in New Jersey, and they, they figured out what to do with it, so well, you it took the, fine. Well, you took the project based on what was need, let's call it, and you were able to go to a new friend of Gloucester, Jim Davis, <clears throat> jogging shoe money. I mean, what is what is more wonderful than jogging shoe money? Yep. <laughs> and he, 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 he caught that pass, as they say, and the rest is history. So tell us a little bit about what ended up happening in stage two, let's call it. Well, I, what really happened was people in the community who needed some guidance and needed something to do, uh, came together in a, in a unified project. All we ne really needed was some leadership. And you know, without sounding like a blowhard, it was my strength in the past has been putting, putting together in business some people that uh, could get things done. And I knew what to do and how to do it. And obviously, I've been in the community all my life. So I knew just about everybody and anybody who could help out on the project. And one of your skills is when you surround yourself with good people, allowing them to do what they do well. That's the key. Yeah. And I remember we did the Battle of the Bands <laughs> at the high school to get her going. Yeah. And the good news was, <laughs> it's funny, the kids didn't turn out as much as I thought to support their own bands, but the matching money did. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, yeah. Was, that was our first. Yeah. <laughs> I think we raised a couple of grand, but I think somebody matched or gave five grand on top of our two grand or yeah. whatever. That was really well, good. and and the the fun of it was that everybody enjoyed it. Uh, we all seemed to come together and coalesced as a group, and uh, it was one of the most rewarding experiences in my life. Mm -hmm. And certainly, I got a lot more out of it. But you know, I look back over my shoulder, and that's a a legacy that we could all take credit for oh, because totally. we all did it together. Well, you know, it actually was a Fulbright project that emerged from your original seeds because yeah. I remember before that the GFFA the Gloucester Fishermen's Friends Association had you had engineered a project by which to raise money to help offset the sports fees that suddenly became so important in schools absolutely and that was a huge success when yeah. you think about it yeah because it was uh, again the community coalescing and coming around uh, something that was important to mm -hmm. them. And it showed your group of helpers that it, anything was possible because yeah. that worked so well. Yeah. And everybody spoke as if it was going to be a done deal. Right. 
and it was their project. That's yeah. the good part of it is everybody owned a piece of the pie. That's right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's that's where I get my kicks is watching people yeah. uh, get get really interested in doing the yeah. stuff that they we And did. while it wasn't government, it was people associated with government who were able to be our allies. And as things went forward, it was easy for you to get volunteers who were strong people like Jonathan Pope, like Greg Verga, like John Bell, who had been former government people. Yep. So that was great. Well, remember also, I was on the school board for 14 years. Okay. Uh, going back to the time we bought the St. Peter's High School, which is now the uh, yeah. Fuller School about to be demolished. The and, soon to be X Fuller. Yeah, yeah. And we also built the O'Malley School and the rink, and uh, a lot of good stuff happened yeah. during the 60s. Uh, but obviously, that's 50 years ago, yeah, Gordon. Come I remember. Because yeah. Fuller was built in 67, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. By the Catholic Church. By the Archdiocese. A, yes. Yeah, and I remember delivering yeah. a check from the city of Gloucester yeah. to with uh, Winslow Parkhurst, who was my buddy on the school committee, to the uh, Archdiocese. Was that Parkhurst, of T- Parkhurst TV? No, 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 a different, okay. <laughs> different yeah. guy. He was yeah. a Winslow Parkhurst, was a teacher in the school gotcha. system. Oh, okay. Uh, and we actually went to see Cardinal Cushing. And I, as a non-Catholic, that was quite a project. Wow. That was really something. We delivered a check, and the state picked up, get this, 90% of the cost of the fuller school, St. Peter's High School, yeah. as well as 90% of the cost of the O'Malley School that was being constructed. Uh, and people forget about that. Yeah. So we did very little in the way of bonding. Wow. Although we did bond it, yeah. of course, but uh, very little. And it, what a bargain. And we oh. threw the rink in Both on top of, of those that. schools. Yeah. <laughs> on top of that. <laughs> well, was that your favorite project? Yes. Was this? Or what, what What has been your favorite project? Oh, the, high, the uh, Newell Stadium by far. The Newell Stadium, exactly. Because right. that became a let's replace. Remember how saggy the bleachers were? Yeah. And then suddenly, yeah. it reminds me of me, and uh, suddenly the track because people wouldn't come here, yeah. the opposing teams, and then the stadium and the football and the yeah. whole. We hadn't had a home track meet in six years. Yeah. And, and people couldn't go to the, a legitimate toilet. That's right. In 15 years. Yeah, it was porta potties. Porta potties. On the way to the uh, pretzels and hot dogs. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, the one that got me, Gordon, was my attorney, uh, Meredith Fine. She said to me, Dick, do you know what these high school kids must be thinking? about what the community thinks of them, yeah. to have them playing in a parking lot filled with dirt. Exactly. Yeah. And that turned me sad. on. That, yeah. that is sad. Because I remember going to those games, and of course you, the guys in front of you were slooped down oh, on yeah. the bleacher yeah. a little lower yeah. than you. But yeah, you're right, especially yeah. you'd stand off to the side in the mud there and sort yeah. of, And, and you know, the building inspector actually condemned those bleachers. No. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, we would go and just use them, and, and God forbid nobody oh ever got God. hurt. I know. Because if those had yeah. not go, we could have had some real tragedies. Or, yeah, the guy yeah. at the top row, oh, imagine yeah. one of those. But that's yeah. a long fall. Absolutely. That's so, great. You know, all's well at ends yeah. well. Yeah. Well, I know that you're involved in some projects now. I'd love to talk to you about that, but I also want to talk about your winter identity because back, again, we're talking about May because I remember getting an email from you and it was right after I had had my hip replaced in 2004 and that awful tsunami that wrecked Indonesia. And I remember you were like on tsunami watch yep. in hawaii where you were uh, staying and i remember it was like stand by kind of thing it was like two hours go by we were waiting to yep. find out happened to you twice as i recall yes that's very true and and the first time the one you're referring to 
these never happen during the day, you mm. realize. Tsunamis, for some reason, where we were, always happened at 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh. At least the warning for oh. same. Yeah. So you'd hear these terrible screeching alarms oh. go off, and they'd start between 1.30 and 3, yeah. and they'd go until uh, twilight, uh, oh dawn, rather, which would be 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. And so you had to get up. You had yeah. no choice but to get up. Well, what floor are you on? Well, I was in a condo, but we were 500 feet above sea level okay. in a condo, okay. for ground floor condo. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, you turn on the television, and the Honolulu radio uh, TV station would say, uh, be prepared, particularly the Big Island, where we were. Yeah. Uh, there's a tsunami warning. And, and being from the mainland, I had no idea what a tsunami was all about, other than I knew it wasn't very good. Yeah. And they said, make sure you evacuate if you are asked to do so. So, lo and behold, the uh, civil defense people and the police would come by in their trucks and cars and whatever with loudspeakers, uh, please evacuate, go to higher ground. And those were the days when I was a little younger and a and, uh, little uh, more adventuresome than I perhaps am now. We went, actually, we evacuated. We were over 500 feet high. Now, that would have taken yeah. literally a 500-foot tsunami, tsunami to get to us. Yeah. There uh, wouldn't have been a whole lot left of the inner no, city. No, there wouldn't have been ago. a whole left. Anyway, yeah. anyway, we went to a parking lot along with about a thousand of our closest friends and had a party at four o'clock in the morning. They opened a package door, uh, which was a mistake on their part. Uh, and we had probably the greatest party we've had in ages in a parking lot of a Safeway supermarket with a uh, similar to what we have downtown but here. Was it higher than oh, 500 feet? Oh, hell yes. It was six, oh. 700 feet. And, and oh, so uh, you got in a car. Oh, yeah. We got in the oh, car okay, and went right, up yeah, there yeah. along with literally a thousand other people yeah. and had a gigantic party. So it was like one of those clown cars in the circus. Exactly. Where the thousand people yeah. kept pouring out of your yeah. car. Okay. And the, lo and behold, uh, when the tsunami was supposed to hit, <laughs> We were all pretty jolly, so it didn't make a difference anyway. And the facts are, it was a one or two foot yeah, ripple. So and, that, and, yeah. and, and then years later, we had another one that did devastate Japan. Uh, that was the one that got the right. uh, nuclear power the plant. The Fukushima. Yeah, yeah, that was just the other day, the yeah. anniversary. And that one did, in fact, hit. And that was about an eight foot wave. That did hit pla- yes. other places badly, but badly. not. But, Hawaii. well, yeah, yeah it, it hit the low spots on the Big Island, too. Yeah. Yeah. And several of the fishing villages got... But, you know, if you're going yeah. to build on the sea level, uh, you better ask for whatever the consequences yeah. might be. Yeah. And you know you're just yeah. an accident waiting there. Of course, in the 60s, when they did a lot of the development, they weren't thinking no. about it back no. then. Now but, they're obviously smart. Well, they're thinking about it, but they yeah. aren't doing anything. They're still developing, yeah. and we're still paying yeah. for oh, it. Oh, I'm so. sure. Now, anyway. why why did they say 500 feet wasn't enough? Because if a 100 foot came in, it might collapse your building. Yes. And being 500 wouldn't yes, help exactly. you. Yes, exactly. And, the, of course, they're erring on the side of caution anyway. Yeah. yeah. In today's New York Times, there's a picture of a tsunami coming in from the earthquake from a couple of days ago, and it's coming in a river, and it's an overhead shot looking down. The city is high and dry, and the thing, you see the waves lining up just in the channel, but the channel to the river has 50-foot barricades. Everybody thinks it's a wave. It's really a surge. It is a surge. Yeah, Yeah. and it's a devastating slow mo oh too, yeah. yeah it's like, like we had in 78 the oh, blizzard of 78 yeah. the big damage was done not from the waves but from the surge right. that brought it in oh yeah and uh you know well we yeah. had like a couple of weeks ago we had somebody uh get uh, a fisherman off of magnolia 
get swept out to oh, sea. That's right. Because they don't yeah. realize the surge yeah. of the waves. That's it's right. not the waves, it's the tide it's, that it comes surges. Up slowly. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, I remember the 78 one just wrecked Essex. Yes. That just killed Essex. The causeway got wiped yeah. out. Yeah. Absolutely. Storm in 91 was pretty bad, but I also remember in 1972, we had one that had huge surge on Eastern Point. Mm -hmm. It actually hurt Eastern Point more than anywhere else. Right. It knocked down that Swift House, that big giant granite yeah. thing that's bigger than Gonzaga. Yeah. And uh, those are the days. Well, well, our engineer, Jim Capillo, he will never speak on one of our shows, but he also survived a Hawaii yeah. uh, tsunami. So you guys are in a sort of club. Uh, and there are a few others around the city, too, that yeah. uh, I can't remember the names, but uh, they've talked about being in Honolulu at the time we were on the yeah. uh, other island. So when the, the, the party was going on mm -hmm. at the hour, the appointed hour, and nobody really got... Uh, hit by it. Did you all sing the old classic How Dry <laughs> no, I, We just sort of disappeared. I, yeah. <laughs> if you said to me, how did it break up? I, I haven't a clue, but I yeah. can tell you I've caught up on my sleep during the day instead of at night. Oh, oh, <laughs> so it was fun. Well, back to the future. I mean, from the future, from the past to the future. What what do you got going now? You always have a whole quiver of projects you're working on. Well, I've now reached the age, Gordon, that's a good question. I've now reached the age where I don't have the stamina, nor the physical, nor mental psych mm -hmm. to be able to carry out the things I could do years ago. So I'm trying to train other people younger, mm -hmm. and everybody's, believe it or not, is younger now, <laughs> uh, how to do even more efficiently and effectively stuff that I got involved in. And I'm... I'm absolutely thrilled with the success yeah. I've been having, dealing with people with young families yeah. uh, who have a vested interest in what is coming down the road. And that, in some respects, is more satisfying than actually doing it mm -hmm. because you look over your shoulder and you say, yeah, okay, these people are coming along and they now get it and they now are vested in what's going to be happening. Uh, this new YMCA project is really thrilling yeah. to see. Yeah. Uh, and and people have said to me, are you going to help? Yeah, I'm going to help, but I'm going to do more mm -hmm. of explain to people and train people in how to ask for money. That's true, because if they are empowered themselves, they it'll be so cause and effect. It's yeah. their project. It's so important to them, even like light up Mato's Field, exactly. something like that. Yeah. And yet you help steer them. The bad news of that is sometimes... It comes with the relationships, and yeah. you had such a low-key style. It was easy to just describe the project, whether to a Jim Davis or a John Bell, make them see the importance of it, not hard sell them. You never hard sell. You never hard sold me. You hard sold me on our project we did, and, uh, and that is half the game. You're yes. doing it partially for the other person. That's true. And that's harder to teach to people that might say, we need, you know, garbage cans or lights or um, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, so that is the part that they'll miss. But, of course, that's something. Uh, you, that you gain that. You like, goes with yeah, the You gain it as time gain, goes on, yeah. and every personality is different. Yeah. You know, I, I, if you said to me we need to call a pope in order to get something done, I have absolutely no call reluctance. I would call anybody. I would see anybody. Uh, and then when sometimes uh, I see something going wrong, yeah, uh, like I had a problem with one of the telephone companies the other day. They, they'll rue the day they ever did business with me because I, <laughs> I am so persistent. I actually uh -huh. embarrass myself sometimes. Uh -huh. That's 
my you, persistence. You're talking my uh, yeah, theme song there, as you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why we like each other. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Well, uh, so will you be going off to Hawaii? Yeah, we leave in five weeks. Yeah. Uh, just just came from CVS Pharmacy downtown, and a gal that knew that we go there in the winter had just come back from fi- uh, 25 days there. She apparently, uh, her husband was lived there and now they live here and she she said oh my envious of you and i said well you had 25 <laughs> days uh she said when do you go we go to the end of end of december back towards the end of march oh and, that's great and we have a lot of friends there yeah. and, and enjoy doing things there we get yeah. involved in the hospice and uh ah. which is another project that yeah. is uh, <laughs> don't want to get too involved <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> well you're on the right side yeah. <laughs> yeah well we actually deal with people at end of life and that's yeah. barbara and i get involved and that's a, another topic unto oh, itself oh, yeah. my mother is doing it so i go. know it well yep. she's been in hospice now for two years oh, yeah. and they keep thinking she's gonna go any second yep. and of course she's yep. a tough old bird and uh yep. We're, what a way, though, to yeah. go with dignity. That's yeah. what it's all She about. gets to live at home. Yeah. She's set up with caregivers, and yeah. uh, the way she set it up, it's uh, it's just wonderful. It's not a whole lot more expensive than being in a nursing home. Well, actually, if you bottom line it out, it's cheaper to yeah. the recipient, yeah. of course. Yeah. And uh, there are all kinds of yeah. uh, volunteer organizations that help out. We volunteer. Exactly. You know, what is our time exactly. worth? It's worth a fortune. Because yeah. half of the costs are free. Yeah. Not the caregiving and no. changing and feeding no. part, but the... Well, the nursing part is, yeah. is obviously has to be paid for yeah. as well as the... Uh, yeah. In Colorado, though, it's about half the expense of care. <laughs> <laughs> because people just don't make as much money here, yeah. you know. So, oh, yeah. um, but they're wonderful people who look after her. Oh, yeah, that's great. So, how do you do it? Do you fly in one gigantic chunk from here to Hawaii? That's no, we go from here. We, I can tell you exactly. We leave here at six thirty in the morning on U.S. Air, which is now American Airlines, okay. to Phoenix. Yeah, we have lunch in Phoenix mm-hmm. uh, at eleven o'clock Phoenix time. We leave at 1.30 Phoenix time. We get to Hawaii at 3.30 Hawaii time. Oh. So it goes from Boston to Phoenix, Phoenix to Kona. Amazing. And it's actually, Gordon, it's not that stressful. So on the clock, it's only nine hours. Exactly. <laughs> but but on you, the, you uh, lose yeah. five hours in yeah. the process. Well, that you develop, that you stop in the middle and yeah. break it up is yeah. so important. Yeah, you get out and walk. And, of course, we ship through our luggage the whole way. Yeah. Uh, and people meet us now. Friends meet us when oh, we get there. Great. Uh, we run a car. Yeah. Uh, we just, it's a lifestyle that, that we've... In, in both directions, you say, home. Home, exactly. We're home. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. that warm weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that well, is... anybody that's been there realizes it's it's a place that most people say, it's on my bucket list and yeah. never do it. it it's is. something that's not that hard to do, yeah. and you need to do it. Yeah. I have not, so... Oh, good. I'm come dying on. to come stay with you. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is great. Well, anything else you'd like to talk about, Gloucester? How do you how do you like how the uh, direction of our city is going these days? I'm absolutely uh, surprised beyond belief the yeah. way the government has has come out. Uh, I was fearful with the elections that mm-hmm. we were going to be uh, yeah. in trouble, but I th- it's like any other elections. The one we've got the presidents right now. We, yeah. we've got somebody that all said these horrible things. Uh, during the election process, and now has gone back on most of the horrible things uh, and may end up being a great president. Well, Why do we know? Yeah, and yeah. maybe he'll, uh, pardon the expression, piss off the 
yeah. one side as much as the other, oh, well, and I, maybe that's yeah, uh, yeah. what a compromise is all about. Exactly, and, but, and it's uh, unfortunate that yeah. you have to say a lot of things yeah. you have to say to get elected. But, yeah. uh, no, I'm really bullish yeah. on Gloucester. I wish I had another 100 years. Yeah. Uh, well, knowing you, you might. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Well, the uh, exam I just came from, the guy says, uh, hey, you're doing pretty well for a 76-year-old <laughs> guy. You're doing great. So, oh, that's fantastic. So, now, how about Gloucester itself? i got to say, I've been pretty uh, sort of, you know how you get that feeling where, oh, my God, there was nothing will ever work in Gloucester. And then it does. Yeah. And we've come through a pretty stressful time with the police chief uh, situation. And uh, kind of funny because when that was happening, I remember Comey came out and had done the first letter about, well, we're reopening the Hillary thing. And then I remember they went to Obama and he said, I'm going to be honest, I am not allowed to know about this because it's under investigation. I know no more about this. And so basically I'm in the dark. And I said, geez, this feels just like back in Gloucester with (laughs) info about the police thing. However, I realized Safathia is more powerful than Obama, because she knows all the answers, and yep. Obama didn't. Yep. So at that point, I'm saying, who's on first, who's on second? Yep. So I think she handled it pretty darn well. I think she's myself. handled it beautifully. Yeah. Uh, she's getting some good advice from yeah. some good people. Yeah. Uh, and Lenny was a great guy, and yeah. he was doing some great things, but he obviously uh, had some uh, conflicts of, yeah. of interest. Uh, not interest, no, some conflicts. and. Uh, it happens. Yeah, and, li- and life goes on, guy. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yes, it does. I, yeah, I didn't really get to know him at all, no. but uh, some of the things he's done has been magnificent. Yeah. Uh, the, the Rosenfeld or Rosenfield, yes, is a terrific yeah. guy. Uh, he is amazing. You yeah. know that billboard on oh, yeah. Mass Pike, yeah. right by Fenway yeah. Park. That's yeah. his. That's his. He I know it is. engineered the thing yeah. of the, the and gun. He could care less what you think about it exactly. or anybody else. He's yeah. got his feelings and his strengths. Yeah. I mean, that's in a way how Lenny could walk away because leaving yeah. him in yeah. charge of the thing. And boy, and is he's he a got seri- money behind him yeah. too. And he is a serious he, guy. Oh yeah, he's yeah. got the Coolidge family yeah. uh, who's. Who's become a Lindsay good friend. Coolidge? He's, Lindsay's the, become a he's good the modern day Samuel Sawyer. Yes, he is. Isn't he? That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, too. yeah. I went to that uh, ceremony the other night. Yeah, because uh, I'm coached the Gloucester High sailing team, and yeah. three of my students got Sawyer medals. Oh, really? And uh, yeah. boy, you read about him, and uh, uh, you know, he's I, a wonderful man, and he yeah. just doesn't want any recognition. And we've managed to talk him into doing it because yeah. it brings others yeah. of similar vein, yes. similar means out and being able to do it and be publicized, yeah. public for it, having yeah. done it. Uh, just a wonderful guy. And, yeah. and his wife is terrific. Yeah. Beth oh, is, yeah. Beth yeah, is a yeah, sweet yeah. lady. Yeah. So it's good to get to know people like this that I never yeah. would have got to know. Have we not been involved in this stuff? Well, I am amazed at how you keep your excitement up. I guess I do the same. You know, obviously sure. we all sometimes hit the wall and, uh, you know, you have to know when to know when to fight and yep. know when to drop back and punt and, yep. you know and uh, that's something you've you've been very skillful at over the decades because oh, yeah. you can't win them all nope. and sometimes you're winning in a different way than you envisioned and sometimes you plant a seed and a gigantic tree grows yep. like Absolutely. the football stadium yep. and uh you know now can you get the roof of that school fixed you know oh, that's yeah. a <laughs> so oh that's on route they're they're gonna <laughs> i know that, exactly that is on route. but we have to pay for it right well yeah i mean 
They don't do make goods on that stuff. No, <laughs> you remember, life goes on. You got to pay for a piece of it as you go. Yes, so. Exactly. I love the people that run for office. We're going to lower taxes. No. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You won't have to pay less. I love well, it. How are you going to get this stuff done yeah. if you don't pay for it? Come on. Yeah. So. Well, it was kind of like the uh, the healthcare system and yeah. uh, Donald Trump, where he said yeah. we're going to be cheaper and we're going to give you more coverage. Absolutely. And we're going to cover yeah. everything you like yeah. and get rid of the stuff you don't. Yeah. Well, that is great. Well, I am jazzed to have you on the show. One thing we've done on this show, it's not so much the issues and the politics. It's the most interesting and accomplished people that are in Gloucester. That's why I bugged you to come on. <laughs> and I know you, you're too modest to answer, but I'm just going to say you are one of those people. Well, and uh, I'm glad to see you as enthusiastic and as active and as influential as you've ever been. Thank you. And I did this for you, and you know that. Yes, exactly. So uh, pretty painless, don't you think? There you go. It was great. All right. Well, this is Dick Wilson and my engineer, Jim Capillo, both survivors of, of Honolulu uh, tsunamis. So we'll be signing off, and we'll see you next time on Fishtown Local. <laughs>